Contact right. Okay, engine stop. Houston, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Roger, Twain. Tranquility, we copy you on the ground. You got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. We're breathing again. Thanks a lot. Greetings, my excellent friends, and welcome back to the San Dimas School of Film podcast. Join us on our most excellent adventure through time as we discuss all genres of film. My name is Tim. Al's with me here. Hello again. We're in, this is another Apollo-sode. We're back. <laughs> We've been to Yarraville. We're still in Yarraville. Um, yeah, what day is this? This is well, it's our Friday. Da- it's Friday. It's day our, three. It's our day three, but realistically it's day... Four, because we yep. missed a day. I hope everybody did their homework. Did everyone watch Moon? Good. <laughs> Excellent. Good to hear. I wonder if anyone came here on our recommendation. Probably not. Probably not. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. So, what, we, what did we see tonight, Tim? Tonight we saw the working dog film, The Dish. The Dish. About, obviously, the... The telecast of the moon landing from parks in New South Wales. I don't Correct. Think, yeah, New South Wales. Correct. Um, um, 2000? 2000. 2000. Directed by Rob Sitch. Yes, and and involving the whole Working Dog team. Jane Kennedy, Sando Chilaro, Tom Gleisner. Our second... This has got a few seconds in it, this one. <laughs> I was having a think through the film. Look at Second Working Dog film with the yep. castle. Yep. Right, so as a result, automatically you get a bunch of second appearances. Your Bud Tingles. Our Sam Neill. We're second Sam Neill. Our Neil. second Sam Neill. Yeah. Our second Tom Long with uh, yeah. playing yeah. like a, a sort of she- more sheepish version of the same character. They're designed to go through swamps and shit. <laughs> <laughs> It'll still be his best. Uh, might be our first Patrick Warburton, I feel. Yes, but uh, yeah, I was. I uh, enjoyed that. I enjoyed. He's great. Yeah, look, I love the cast in this. They're all. I reckon they're all pretty good, except the prime minister. Yeah, this is true. Bloody hate him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you know what? It, it. This is a problem I have with a lot of Australian films. Is it, there's always this focus on just bloody. Bloody outlandish, bloody, bloody flaming, yeah, fl- <laughs> you bloody drongos. <laughs> and I, like, I get it because you know there is there is an element of humour to it, and it probably appeals to overseas audiences because they're like, check out Aussies, they're weird as. <laughs> and I get it, but geez, it's annoying. Some of the characters that they produce out of it, yeah. Uh, but see, I think it was done really well in this, in the whole the whole argument. Uh, where um, uh, Glenn was translating, he's like, you know, he's like, you think I'm a drongo, and yeah. you know, I'm my ass hanging out of yeah, my dax, dax. all its pants. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I, I thought that was a really yeah, yeah, nice interpretation of that stereotype. I guess. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, it was. Geez, this film was charming. <laughs> it was so charming. charming. I'm like, oh, it's delightful. It was just delightful. That's just Sam Neill. I think we need to do more Sam Neill films. I I would be happy to do because he's all great. The Sam films. He's lovely. Yeah. I think he's he's worth watching. Yeah. Sam, I'd I'd like I'd say a national treasure, but he's not even ours. But well, well, yeah, we can. I feel like this film would be nothing without him. You reckon? Yep. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because he brings the he does he brings, he brings the lot. class and sensibility to the thing. Yeah, summed up by that whole conversation that he's having with uh, the mayor about um, that initial meeting with NASA. Mm. Where he's like, "You just came in with one sentence and it said it all, and you know, yeah. added the gravitas and the yeah." But he's so gentle about it all, and and people listen to him. Yeah. He's wise. He's so wise. <laughs> but I, I thought he and Al... Yep. Um, I thought they... Those two carried the film. Easily. Yeah. Like, their relationship... Yeah. That carried the film for me. Yeah, as the sort of... The elder responsible yeah. statesman. Well, and the ones that seem to really have an investment emotionally in it... Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they, well, the they realise what they're involved with, I guess. Yeah. Um, and the other two were very much like the, the comic relief of the four of them. What do you think of... I'm gonna, I don't know the actor's name. I'm, calling, I'm gonna, just going to call him Lewis Moran. What do you... Lewis Moran. <laughs> <laughs> There's a local reference. Um, uh, I've, something, uh, something to do with him bothers me. Yeah? Is it just his constant... He's got a real resting bitch face. <laughs> And he's just, or he's always is he type? He seems to always be typecast as that grump. Yeah, maybe. What's his What's his What's the actor's name? Right? I'm gonna look that up. But um, hey, so we we talked of a uh, Q and A. Oh, we did too. Uh, yeah. But we mucked that up, and that's that the happen. dish screening on Sunday. So we will miss that, unfortunately. But I'm pretty sure he's the he's the Q and A. Um, is he? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, righto. Um, it's delightful. I'm I'm sitting here in your car, Tim, and I've got the moon almost full, right, directly right. above your head, right over it's, my shoulder. Yeah, it's it's very lovely. That's quite poignant, isn't it's it? So poignant. It's it's that's, delightful. That's <laughs> it's that's... charming, is what it is. <laughs> um, there's just there's just a lot to like about this film. I I remember when it came out, a lot of people were like, "Oh, yeah, it's not as good as the castle." Which is true. Yeah, I don't think it's as broad as the castle, though. I think it's got a lot more... A lot more heart to it, maybe. Maybe. Mm. Well, the castle... I just think the castle was a lot more sim- simplistic. Yeah. And therefore, it was easier to chuck that Australian-ism... It was easier to chuck the, chuck the Australian-isms into it. Yeah. Whereas this was like a world broad big like a big event type thing that just see I would have said it was the other way around because because you've got the the couple of Americans involved yeah that the Australianness of it becomes more becomes greater and and gives you the opportunity for those sort of translating scenes and and the like what well, eh, I don't know I just feel like it doesn't like I feel like if it just feels weird having an it just feels weird with the Australian film in this context. Yeah. For me, I don't know why. Like it shouldn't because we did like it was a we played a huge role in. Yeah, that. and I love this story. I love yeah. I love how they choose. They've chosen this, and a well, I mean, I I love that they've chosen to screen it mm. as part of this festival because it is a you know it's a substantial moon film. Yeah. Um, but. I love that this story was 
was chosen by the working dog people to tell because mm. it it's it's right it feels right up their alley. It feels like this was the perfect thing for them to do yep. next. It required a bigger budget um, and a grander production, and it and it feels very much them. It feels that like they've really told a genuine, heartfelt. Mm. story about it all it's about the tiny people it's about the mayor of yeah. parks and it's about the four blokes who man the dish the like, very small cogs in this large machine exactly yeah and and coming from oh look I'm going to go back to it coming back from Apollo 11 mm. which which we <laughs> met a lady in the queue let's just touch on that we, we just keep a, touching on it we met a lady in the queue tonight we're like oh what are you off to and she's like oh I'm off to Apollo 11 is it? And Tim and I nearly oh. exploded. <laughs> like, oh, it's amazing. Oh, it's so good. And we nearly shifted our minds again and went straight back into that. Um, yeah. but, seeing, but seeing how many people, like getting a really good story of Apollo 11 doco and how many people were involved, you get the, the concept of how wide this goes. Mm. And then to go, and how big it was in the States and across the world and how many people were watching, to really, really narrow it down mm. to these four dudes, you know. And they kept saying, they kept uh, emphasising things like, and it's in the middle of a sheep paddock, you know. Like, yeah. they really wanted to let you know that this was a tiny, tiny cog. Mm. But are still a really important one yeah, in this whole cog, yeah. in this whole thing, yeah. Which was lovely, like it is really nice. Um, but yeah, like it's a uh, it's funny, isn't it? Like it's such a crucial. It was such a crucial point. Uh, do you reckon it was? Was it that close? Uh, you know, what, like at the end. Mean? Sorry, I didn't explain myself. You know, at the end. Um, where they do get the, the, the telecast and they're battling the winds. Mm. Was it that close? I have no idea. Like, I feel like surely NASA would be like, guys, we don't have a TV signal, you're going to have to wait. Like, you'd tell the astronauts to wait. Yeah, I guess so. Like, I don't feel like they're like, we're going, so you better quickly get stuff up and running. It did like, happen, the though. Same... They were definitely like, we're not sleeping now. Yeah. We're going. Yeah. Um... Oh, I get that, but I felt like if they they don't have a signal back at home, they're like, we got to troubleshoot this. Yeah, oh, no, but it was the, the TV signal that they were that they were that Parks were trying to get. Yeah, not like that. It was it was being broadcast the the sound, but they were waiting on the the, the, the picture. picture, which is what they did. That Honeysuckle yeah. Creek was involved with the audio and the telemetry. I just feel like for someone like NASA. I say someone, but for an organisation <laughs> like NASA, it feels like they would, like they they they're crossing T's, dotting I's all over the place. Yeah, you would have thought they'd be like, cool. Before hey, yeah, like let's start getting ready. But before you open that hatch, we need to just guarantee we've got the feeds working. Yeah, maybe. Although in saying that though, I think the camera, the outside camera, only, they said the outside camera only boots up when they. Get it like the hatch triggers it to go on. Oh, okay. So that would explain. That would have triggered. I've just answered my own question. Oh, I think. nice. Oh, I'm glad. Oh, that very good. Help there out. we can't be full yeah, circle. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh, jeez. I might just step outside. And yeah, just finish up. I'll just yeah. brainstorm with the people at home. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, look, I, I look to be honest, I don't. I don't know if I've got a whole lot to say about this movie. Like, I lo- I enjoy it, and I hadn't seen it for a long time. Been a long time, yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I I enjoy it, but I don't find it a must. I don't find, like. I think it's an interesting. I think it's a cool, quirky little movie. Yeah, but that's probably as far as it goes for me. Sure, sure. Like particularly in the sense of like the whole. Apollo 11 feet? In the range of Apollo or space slash moon related films. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, not in the feet. I, I think, like, I'm really happy this movie exists. Yeah. And I, I think it was a good story to tell. But as a movie, it doesn't rank. It wouldn't sure. be. It wouldn't be a... Not like, one of you. It wouldn't be in your moon festival. Put it, put it this way. If we... If, It'd be Apollo 11, Apollo 11, Apollo 11, <laughs> Apollo 11. Yeah, but if we came to the moon festival, Apollo thirteen. If we came to the moon festival and it wasn't on, yeah. I wouldn't immediately go, "Hey, where's the dish? Hey, where's the dish?" I'd just be, I'd be none the wiser, and then maybe later if someone mentioned, it, I'd be like, "Oh, they didn't show the moon festival." The dish. Yeah. So would have been good. Um, but I'm, I, I, as you said, I think it's really cool that they showed it for this because it's a, like a little bit of local. Yeah, totally. I think it's, it's yeah. like a, it's like it's like us doing our thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, we we're a part of that too. I would have loved to have seen this overseas. Like, if someone was running, I'm sure people are around the world are running moon festivals. Mm. It would be amazing to go watch this in the states. Like, if if we went to something and this cropped up. Well, like, can you imagine? Like, we had a bit of a boisterous crowd in there. Yeah, I tell you what was cool. I reckon there was someone just over my right shoulder mm. who hadn't seen it before. Yeah, right. There were there were a lot of like sort of reactions. Yeah, for, like very fresh reactions. The dude next to me had a, a couple time. of big gaggles. He yeah. was having a great time, which is lovely. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> he was having a great time. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> and some of them were really delayed. Like he'd laugh, he laugh for ages, but it was just a little bit delayed. And you're like, oh, he's, he's he's catching on. He's getting. He's um, <laughs> should have offered him a mint slice. I tell you what, we got in early with the camaraderie. We were in a smaller cinema tonight, uh, which is nice. It was nice and um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I've, forgotten. <laughs> I've totally forgotten. Well, look, intimate. Thank yeah. you. The issue has been that. The Lion King is opened. Yes. And so the Lion King opening means that everyone's come out of the woodwork to go to the Lion King, and therefore it was absolutely chockers in there. There was a primary school excursion. There was a primary school yeah. excursion going on. And so when we got there and we were told, oh, hey, we're going to open that cinema in four minutes, we're like, right, we don't have enough time to get a chock top because the line for the <laughs> candy bar... Around the corner. Down the Yarraville down Station. Down the Yarraville went. Station. So in... The brilliant minds that we are, we went to the supermarket slash IGA and got a, what was it, a twin pack? Uh, it, was, of, it was twice as big as what we were playing. We were like, oh, there's a packet of, of mint slices. Slice biscuits. Let's grab one of those. And you picked it up and it was double. And we looked at each other and went, yeah, yeah go on. <laughs> so what does Al do when we get in there? He starts offering the whole cinema mint slices. <laughs> oh, would you like a mint slice? Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. So is this your first time seeing the film? Oh. <laughs> it was delightful. <laughs> Uh, it just seemed fitting for such a delightful film. And then I got the bloody mineral water instead of the tap water, so oh, I'm fizzing all over the place. Disaster. But anyway, um, yeah. So sorry, getting off track there, but yeah. So, but I think that that was a very that was very kind of 
reminiscent of the film that we were watching. That's not the right word, but you know what I mean. Like it was very it fit in. Yeah, yeah. We're in this little cinema. Everyone else is at the Lion King. There's like three cinemas showing the Lion King. Yeah. Everyone's in there, and we're all in this tiny little cinema. Everyone's off getting disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, I've seen this film before. <laughs> I tell you what, this was the first film that I had seen before in the Moon Festival, which was good. Like, it was, you know, I realised the last two we'd been to I hadn't seen. I'm like, oh, actually, I'm going to something very familiar tonight. I thought, yeah, because you did mention you hadn't seen the right stuff. I I reckon I'd seen the second half of the right stuff. Yeah, right, you missed a lot of the Chuck Yeager. Yeah, (laughs) I missed the Yeager show, (laughs) essentially. So you got the good bits. You got all the Mercury bits. Chuck Yeager and the Mercury 7. That's a great band name. <laughs> It'd have to be plural though. It'd have to be the Chuck Mer- Yeager and the Mercury 7s. Yeah. <laughs> John Glenn was in this one. In the dish. He was shown in the dish he was, again. Yeah. I really liked how they, they cut in. There was that whole montage at the start mm. of like what's happened. It was like previously on... On NASA. On the space race. Yeah, 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 that's right. And so we got a few stacks, and they were all very familiar now after mm. watching the right stuff, mm. seeing all those Mercury uh, explosions. Just rockets blowing up. Just, yeah. ro- just rockets blowing up. Um, but even though, like, they showed the funeral from Apollo 1. Um, I would, oh, no, I assume that was the JFK funeral. That I'm might pretty have been. sure that was the Kennedy Yeah, funeral. no, you're right, actually. That might have been. Yep. Yep. Good call. Yep. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> cool. But yeah, I li- I really like that little montage to sort of catch us up, you know. And there was a bit of um, them suiting up and mm. you know all that sort of stuff. Um, and then there was another montage. Oh, I really liked the the montage of everyone around the world watching. Um, that was really nice. It was really nicely sort of cut in. I kind of like how the the thing I did like about this movie actually was the the updating of the certain stages. So, like, it was like the calls are coming through, like, okay, they go for launch. Yeah. Okay, they're going to do this. And that they had to kind of keep track of of what was going on. Like, it was almost like time cues through the film of, all right, the astronauts have got to do this. Okay, what's our role in that? Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. And it was interesting. I remember when we, when we saw Apollo 11, uh, after it, we were talking about how... Um, I kind of wish it had been at the end of the festival, the the, mm. the culmination of this of this festival, instead of right off the bat. But actually, it set me up really well so far. Mm. Now with my knowledge of that whole mission, so mm. the stuff that they were talking about was really on point. Like I knew exactly what was happening. Um, like they went through the landing again. Mm. I felt the I found the landing on the moon quite powerful mm. this time. Because we weren't watching it. We were literally just watching their faces uh, and listening to the audio. Which is what everyone else would have been which doing. Which is what everyone else was doing. Yeah. And them sort of talking through it. You know, they're like, oh, that must be the fuel call out. Like, these were radio guys. They didn't know mm. what was happening. And even even Al, the NASA guy, was like, you know, he's still a radio guy. Yeah. That's why he's there. Um, so them sort of working that out amongst themselves and only watching their faces was really nice. And I was still, I was still really nervous. Yeah, it's like, oh, will they land? I'm like, are they going to land? Are they going to, you know, and they're like, oh, they're going to abort. Oh no, they're going ahead. I'm like, oh, and there's the alarm. And I was like, oh man, 
was so stressful again. And then it's like that like that breakout of laughter when it's all said and done because the stress is released. Yeah, totally. And everyone just starts laughing like, finally oh, there, yeah, they did yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, that's, that's the cool part about it, I think, is that because you realise that that's all they had. They yeah. just had radio and nothing else, and then this was the first telecast. Yeah. Apart from the telecasts that NASA were doing from the, like when the astronauts would do their onboard stuff. But this was like the first one that was kind of, you know, that was big for them. Yeah. And everything else was, was all radio and they had to just interpret yeah. what they were hearing. Yeah. Oh, what a time to be alive. Mm. <laughs> and then i tell you what else I, I found quite interesting was the, um, uh, the mayor's daughter. Mm. Which we get a little bit of uh, a sizzle coming up with uh, Apollo 13. Um, we get a little bit of that character with Jim Lovell's daughter as well. Yep. Uh, of like the teenager that's that's very self-involved and discovering the world and becoming a grown-up and having opinions and but being very much into the alternate lifestyle that was so heavy in the in the back half of the 60s mm. what am I talking about I'm sounding like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sounding like a tool <laughs> I'm just letting you go <laughs> yeah, maybe stop me next time <laughs> no but I, I enjoyed that aspect because you don't get that aspect in every film um, you know a lot of it is very focused on the moon but we there could are, have done without that though we could have well it's interesting because it was treated very comedically in this film, it wasn't it, so. I'm I'm talking about the what was his name the the kid who wants to be in the army. He wants oh to, yeah, Keith. Keith was it? Keith? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, I just found that just overly slapstick. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. A, no, and, I'm on board with and that. And a bit out of place. Bit useless. Yeah. You know what? It was almost like. It, it was a real kind of it was that's it's that thing you see you see a lot of movies about just wearing someone down. Oh yeah. no, I love you, I love you. I'm yeah. gonna wear you down, and I'm just just like oh, just this guy's a tool. But it was good because it didn't. This film didn't bring them together. No, they didn't end up together. Like there was no resolution of that story. This which is it, true. Which we obviously didn't need, but but a lot of those. You know, storylines often do that. Do that, yeah. Um, you know, and even at the end, like he tries to put his arm around her, and she's like, "Nah." Mm. And like that was a nice, that was a nice place to leave that, because uh, yeah. the joke there being, it's like, "All right, you can stay this time," and it's like, "It's dude walking on the moon." It's like, yeah. You know, of course, it's, you know, like it's not. Mm. Yeah, but I liked, I liked that the, I liked the opinion. That she was carrying through the film, yeah. Of like, what about this and what about that? Um, you know, I think that's a that's a useful opinion to slot in there, mm. basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's like um, it's like that the the part in First Man and that guy singing that song about Whitey landing on the moon. Oh yeah, that's right. And he's like, you know. We've got all these issues with healthcare and poverty and blah blah blah, but why yeah. he's landed on the moon? Yeah, um, you know, it kind of it kind of linked in a bit to that about you know 
why like yeah why are we spending all this money on on this when there's all these other issues going on yeah and it was <clears throat> it wasn't treated seriously at all in this no, in this film no, it wasn't. um yeah. like the humor that they the humor angle that they took was shutting her down yeah exactly like that was the that was the angle yeah that they took that was the the character arc as it were <laughs> There's not so, a whole, look, there's not a whole lot to say, really, on this film. Like, look, we've I, managed to bang on. Oh, uh, we have. <laughs> I'll tell you what, have we? Oh, I for, I completely forgot. Two of my mates are in this film. Yeah. Uh, the band, the band, the two enormously tall skinny blokes at the back are friends of mine. Um, and, in fact, all that band were dudes who went to our school. They were either, like, our year or... One, maybe the year below us as well. Um, yeah, so hi, hi, Aiden Rowe, if you're listening. <laughs> the, the McCartney twins. How did that was, the, how did that come about? Did uh, that, would they have had, would they have had to have audition? The I think it had something to do with. Or their, does Working Dog have a Wesley connection? Their trumpet teacher. How's this? this is look? This is absolute speculation, but they're... And, quite frankly, some quality name-dropping. Yeah, tell uh, me about it. <laughs> but I think their trumpet teacher was the trumpet player in Hunters and Collectors. Right. So I'm assuming there was some sure. connection there. Let's go with that. Let's go right? with that. No, that's good. I love that. Quite frankly, I don't know. I'll tell you what, I'll go find out before, before our next podcast. Yeah, good call. Um, yeah. So that, And that was a total surprise. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. G'day, fellas. Yeah. So... Was um, Sam's Neil Sam's Neil Sam Neil's pipe was rarely ever operational during this film. Was that just something no, he was he chewing was, on? No, he was into it. He was he was rarely smoking from it though. He was. Was he? There was yeah. barely any, there was no smoke coming out. Oh, right I there. found yeah there was for most of the film there was for most of yeah, for most maybe. of the film it looked dry. I found I found myself watching Sam's pipe quite a lot. Yeah. I almost was focusing like it, on it. Almost like it was its own character. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it was right there the whole time. Yeah, and he was very, you know, he was always talking with it and taking it out to talk. And it's like, you know, it's like a, it's like an open poetry night. <laughs> like it feels like you got to have one just in your hand <laughs> when you speak. And all his cardies, I loved all his. Well, yeah, yeah, some I, great cardies. Yeah, some quality cardies. What did you think of old Sam Neil? Um, I reckon that held up okay. I reckon it held up pretty well. Because there's a lot of kind of old prosthetics that look pretty rubbish. Yeah. 2000, so it was a little while ago now. Like, yeah. we're talking nearly 20 years. Yeah, we are talking 20s. Um, pretty much. That's why I said nearly. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. It's potentially irrefutable. <laughs> because, you know, I was actually thinking this towards the end of the film. Like, oh. You know, they've gone to prosthetics with Sam, mm. as opposed to getting a just a much older actor. Like, say, we'll use Saving Private Ryan for example I was with Matt just, Damon. Was just what I was thinking. <clears throat> However, clearly related, but but obviously that's completely different because the age gap is the age gap is, much is huge. So he, you can get away with it. We need look. We need Brad or Jules here because they would have known exactly what year that fair lane was. True, that pulled up. <laughs> They would have been like, oh, that's an 82 yep. or a 79. Well, 82 would have been... What a great year. <laughs> that, yeah. It I definitely wonder... felt like... I reckon it would have been 90s. 
you reckon? Yeah. Would it have been? It would have been. It would have been well, close to present day, I reckon. Yeah. So it could have been late nineties, two thousands. Like that was the idea. So that's what thirty <clears throat> years. It's well, he was what fifty two yeah. when they landed. Yeah. So. So it could have been. He could have a, passed off for eighty two in that. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought they did well. I thought he looked okay. Like he, you could tell his facial. He couldn't do a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. Like he was very. He was very set in his yeah. facial expressions, yeah. but now Sam. <laughs> Don't move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just act like you're fine. Nothing's. Yeah, but it was good. I was I was uh, looking at hairline and stuff, and yeah, it was all nice. It was a nice thinning, old man hair on top. But yeah. yeah, it was good. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. yeah I didn't good. find it too distract. Well, look, I've just said I was looking at his hair. I was about to say, <laughs> you're looking at a whole lot closer than I was. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that level of detail, but okay. <laughs> I am a bottle of contradiction tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, uh, can, we, can we link this to the BTEU at all? Uh, look... I've got a I've got a favour to ask. Yeah. Can, Can we, we stop doing <laughs> No no no. Could we maybe just say NASA helped with the booth? <laughs> That's that, gonna cover us that the covers week. Us. <laughs> that covers the week. All these little like this is a small cog, Al. This is a small cog in the big NASA machine yep. that ended up helping build the booth. <laughs> okay? Okay. Are we happy with that? Okay. <laughs> there's not, nothing else happened. This is just that. Yeah. See, that's where see that's where um, a revision of Moon would have been good because that's a completely different story. It's a complete, you know, yeah. it's a future story. We could have maybe the booth runs on helium three or something <laughs> uh, <laughs> that that Sam was mining. Yeah, very true. Maybe the cloning technology was something to do with how they built the evil robot usses. Yes. You know, yeah. something like that. We're true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great film, that, Moon. Oh, it was so good. Um, I'm shattered I missed it. I would have loved to have seen it on the big screen. Mm. But uh, I imagine I'll get it out in the next couple of days. Um, well. Cool. I think we're getting on in time. Yeah. <laughs> um, How do we know? Jules isn't even here. <laughs> Should we... Do you want to give this a... Let's give this a Sandima scale. Give this rating. a Sandima scale for sure. I I remember um, not... Like the last time I saw it, not enjoying it as much as I did tonight. Okay. I, I had a really nice time tonight. It felt like a... Not that I drink tea, but it felt like a nice comforting cup of tea. You know the yeah. comedic relief that I did enjoy was Rudy. I was about to say, was it Rudy? I yeah. really enjoyed Rudy. Yeah? Because it was a, just an innocence. Just, I liked it. He's I just, just trying really hard. He's just enjoying I it. He I likes just... being a part of it. I think that that's what it was. It was just, he was just happy to be there. Well, if, and that's kind of, he was like the tiny version of what they were. Yeah. In the wheel, you know, they were happy to be involved. He was still and... part of the wheel. He was still, yeah. He was still part of the cog. Yeah. So, and, uh, and it was a really nice conclusion to his arc as well with mm. them like thanks for already done a great job you know because he was he was just as part of it as yeah as anyone else is bumbling mm. and yeah I heard a couple of uh, good audible chuckles out of you <laughs> around, <laughs> around Rudy it was the Holt who goes there he did it twice yeah. I was like oh. yeah. love it and just the look just the look the second time <laughs> like I felt yeah it felt very like 
very working dog, really. Like yeah. it, they've they definitely had a style mm. that came through in this film. Like it carried over and yeah, and really rung home in this film for me. So mm. uh, yeah, so yeah, I enjoyed so, myself. So sorry, yeah, you're so, talking about your ratings. Yeah, uh, let's see. I would probably give this uh, maybe a solid fifty. Okay, I reckon. Like yeah. Like I said, I had a I had a fine time tonight. Hmm. Yeah, you? Yeah, I would. <clears throat> I think I'd give it one less than the right stuff. Forty-one. Oh yep. I can't see the right stuff over this again. Oh, all of it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Sure, sure. If I had the ability to fast forward a few bits, yeah. The Jules edit, right stuff. Yeah. I would see over this. Okay, <clears throat> all right. <laughs> That doesn't exist yet. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, look, I... Yeah. I like it. I... Yeah, I can look past the flaming Aussies. Um, See, I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was pretty flaming. Yeah? Yeah. See, um, I felt the kangaroo bouncing down the road in front of Dennis Quaid was far more flaming Aussies yeah. than... <laughs> yeah, but that was a small section in a really long film. <laughs> Boy, was it a like, long film. That was like... Two minutes for this film. <laughs> you know, if we're talking equivalent percentages. Sure, sure. It was it nothing. Did, I did I did feel tonight like getting to the end of it, I'm like, oh we're at the end oh, of it. Oh that's it, juice. Oh we're leaving already. I'm, like, I'm, I'm gonna get home party. Be- <laughs> I'm gonna get home before midnight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you beauty. Um yeah, so I give it I give it a I'm gonna give it a forty. Okay. Instead of a forty one. I'll give it a forty. Um Yeah. Only because Bill and Ted's awesome. It, look, it is awesome. We don't base our podcast off it for nothing. <laughs> exactly right. All right, well, <coughs> excuse me. Coming up next, uh, I am going to go see Hidden Figures. You know what? I haven't confirmed or denied whether I'm coming. Oh, right. Okay. You never asked me. Didn't I? Nah, you have never asked me whether I'm oh, interested right. in that. You've you just said, I'm going to go to this with my mate. And uh, well, well you're, you're welcome to So I us. might turn up. I'm not going to say whether I'm going to turn up. <laughs> I may turn up. Okay. Well, uh, would you like me to confirm the guest? Because I believe I can do that now. Yeah. Conf- or would you like to just wait until the episode goes up? Let's wait. Okay, let's nah, wait. No, let's wait. Yeah, um, I don't need to know. It's it's not like I've got Sam Neill. Oh, I mean, damn it. You're well, you would have got him in, you got him for tonight. Well, we could sit him in the back of the car. Oh, look, he's here. He just hasn't said anything. He's just—he's being very generous. Thanks. Hey, thanks for being here, Sam. Yeah. We love your work, by the way. If you couldn't tell. Um, all right. Look, it's not—it's yeah. It'll yeah. be fun. Yeah, cool. So, Hidden Figures Monday, and then we're going to finish. All, we're going to close this whole thing up with Apollo Thirteen on Tuesday. Yeah, and now this is your this is your wheelhouse. Like mm-hmm. you are. I've seen this movie a lot. A lot, yeah. I've seen <laughs> this movie a lot. Yeah. Um, it was the whole gateway to yeah. me in, me getting into space and the Apollo stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's That'd be good. it's huge for yeah. me, Apollo 13, nice. so bring nice. it on. Uh, they, look, there's stuff playing all weekend. There are a couple more docos, uh, one called Armstrong... Uh, one call. Oh, and they're running. Look, if you've got the time, I highly recommend coming tomorrow, which is Saturday, to the Sun because they are running 
six hours of real-time audio. I thought that was Sunday. Oh, you're right. It might be Sunday. I think that's Sunday. Um, oh, yeah. They're running real-time audio at the time that it happened mm. of the whole descent, moonwalk, like... It's it's off the chain. That's it's like, like that's space next level. nerd one thousand percent. That's next level. Yeah. yeah. So get in. Come on down. Like it'd be worth poking your head into yeah. that and just seeing it because that would be pretty special. Bloody oath. Um. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's it. Um. Thanks for having us in your ears. Mm. And yeah, that's yeah. The dish. Great achievement for Australian film. I reckon. Yeah. You know, it doesn't come anywhere close to Bill and Ted. But <laughs> but that's okay. But that's okay. Because not much does. Flawless. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Be excellent to your ears. And oh, and potty on, dudes. Thank you. I thought I was. I left that space for you. Oh, but well, never mind. That's nah, lame. <laughs> one of us does it or no one. Bye. Does.